welcome to the Lifestyle and Overload podcast. I'm your host, Ty Seals. On this podcast, I discuss every possible way to thrive in overwhelm. As a wellness strategist, my ultimate goal is to help women show up as their best self daily. I focus on health and wellness because I know that every woman desires to live a life of happiness, optimal health, and prosperity. However, to attain these goals, we must prioritize our personal health and wellness. I believe that we all deserve to live in our purpose. And to do so, we have to cut through the red tape and live a lifestyle in overload. Welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle and Overload podcast. I am your host, wellness strategist, Ty Seals. On today's episode, I'm going to share simple and healthy ways for you to cope with daily stress. Have you ever had a bad day? I have, and I've had bad days on more than one occasion, but at least that is what I thought. What I found is that the days that I deemed bad were usually teachable moments. These bad days were the days that began hectic and they seemed to be never ending. I woke up late, the kids woke up in real form and played on my last set of patience until they were on their way out of the door. The person driving in front of me decided to drive slower than the speed limit. We're in New York, we already drive 25 miles per hour and I left my wallet in the pocketbook that I use yesterday. I could go on and on forever about the morning routines that I have experienced as a mom, the epic fails and the triumphs, but all of that would be pointless if I didn't come to the understanding that we all have stressful situations. As women, we are all susceptible to world pandemics, daily demands, responsibilities, crisis, failed relationships, heartbreak, illness, losing the people we love, misfortunes, and mistakes. These moments or series of moments can cause us stress, and not all stress is bad. However, positive stress can propel, motivate, and increase our personal and professional performance. Some examples of positive stress are the extra push you feel that allows you to finish a project that you are working on, getting married, or starting a new job. Even having a child or buying a new home is a positive stressor. So how do we cope with stressors? On this episode of the Lifestyle and Overload podcast, I will share with you how I've been able to manage the stressful situations that life presents. Are you a creator, entrepreneur, or business leader who desperately wants to grow your business with content marketing? You are clueless on how to make engagement content and want the confidence to make content that grows your business, audience, and generate sales? Content confident is perfect for you. In this community, you'll learn how to turn the hundreds of ideas you have into real-life content for your brand. Feel the peace of mind knowing that you don't have to worry about what type of content to make. 
convert your followers into customers with your content, and build a community of people just like you who love what you are doing. For more information on this membership, visit this episode's show notes. So what does it mean to cope? Coping is how we handle the different circumstances in our lives. It is how we choose to manage our thoughts and feelings. Coping with stress in my life has been a journey and it's still a work in progress. I found it beneficial to find healthy ways to cope with my daily stresses. So hopefully the suggestions that I have are helpful to you. So some strategies that you can use to cope with daily stresses are eating well. We are what we eat, and studies have shown that our diet directly correlates to how we feel. I ditched eating to feel better. What I mean with, about that is that I would eat um, to cope with my stresses. And um, the things that I would naturally go to were sweets. Um, if I'm feeling bad, I want the cookies and I want the cupcakes. When I found that this had become a pattern for me, I started my journey with intermittent fasting. This journey played a tremendous role in identifying that I had an unhealthy relationship with food. I ate to feel better, especially when I didn't take the time to identify my feelings. Also, I've shared this a few times. Well, I don't know if I've actually shared it on the podcast. My family's from Trinidad. And being from the Caribbean, Food is a celebratory thing and it shows love and affection. So on Sundays or a momentous occasion, we ate to celebrate. Eating well for me now means that I intermittent fast. And in my daily diet, I predominantly consume whole foods, foods that are not processed and don't have any added ingredients. These whole foods tend to be more energizing and these include things like nuts, Fruits, legumes, vegetables, meat, fish, eggs. Yes, I eat processed foods and I take supplements to support my health, but I read most labels on the things that I eat. And what I found is when I eat well, I'm able to manage daily stresses a, a lot better because my body doesn't feel weighed or bogged down. And I'll give you an example of that. On a real bad day, I will whip out the Oreos and I'll eat the Oreos before bed. And that would help me to unwind. That's something that I used to do. The following morning when I wake up, I feel I'm more sluggish. So that's what I mean by that. I'm not saying that I don't have cookies. And I'm not saying that I don't have cake or cupcakes because those are things that I absolutely love. But what I am saying is that when I follow my 80-20 rule and I intermittent fast, and all that means is that I stop eating for a period of the day, and then I begin eating again. I break my fast at maybe 11 a.m., and I stop eating at 6.30 p.m., and this gives my body enough time to digest the foods that I've had throughout the day. Most of us follow an eating pattern, so you do eat and stop, and then you begin to eat again. So the first meal of your day is breakfast. That means you break fast. So hopefully that makes some sense to you in regards to intermittent fasting. As a busy mom, I'm always trying to save time and resources. Instacart is the place you shop to get the value you can't find anywhere else. Super Savings is a new section of Instacart that highlights existing 
premium deals and makes them easier for customers to find. These are premium deals that offer more value and discount than the standard deals on Instacart. Typically, the offer is a discount of at least 25% off of grocery and non-grocery items. The Super Savings sections combines great deals from across retailers with savings opportunity. The categories included are grocery, wine, probiotics, meat, seafood, dog food, and so much more, and non-grocery items like electronics, office supplies, facial products, batteries, and more. If you want to find out more about Super Savings on Instacart, check out my podcast show notes. Um, another strategy that I use is I get adequate sleep. We all need seven to eight hours of sleep daily, and there's nothing worse than doing life and all the parts in it when you're tired. I've done my share of burning the midnight oil to meet deadlines and partying with only enough time to get home to shower, change my clothes and get ready for work. Personally, I don't recommend it. It serves its purposes, but it did not. It doesn't really support you, especially when it comes down to managing stress effectively. As a matter of fact, lack of sleep causes me to be less patient, less focused, barely productive, and extremely irritable. I can speak to this from my personal experiences, but I also know that when you're dealing with people and they're tired, they're less focused, and they're probably not in the mood to deal with your shenanigans. So. Strategy number two is to get enough sleep. You might have to skip Netflix and chill on a particular day and try your best to at least get seven hours. You'll find that you're more productive and you're able to cope with daily stresses a lot more effectively. My third strategy is to talk to others. For a very long time, I was conditioned to deal with my feelings on my own because I wasn't very sure of who I could trust and I'm a pretty private person. Over the years, I've developed valuable relationships with loved ones who give great advice and want the best for me and my family. I'm also able to reciprocate because we support each other. And over the time, we've established genuine love and respect. I also attend therapy sessions and I recommend them. Therapy is great because it's helped me to identify my stresses and implement positive coping mechanisms for each of them. Strategy number three would be to prioritize. Whenever I'm faced with unfortunate circumstances and crises, I have made it a point to prioritize what is most important for me in that moment. And if there is anything that I'm obligated to handle. Unfortunately, the world doesn't pause when you're you're in the thick of it. So if there are instances where I can delegate duties, outsource or ask for help, I do. Because there are instances where you can't negotiate your obligations. So one of those things that I would um one of those things that I would bring up is like as far as the kids go, sometimes you're the person that's obligated to still care for the kids and there might not be anyone else around to assist with them. Or maybe it's a bill that needs to be paid that's due on that day. God forbid, right? Is there someone that you can give that responsibility to? And this is one of the reasons why I plan um, and I put things down in my calendar in advance. So if I look at my calendar at a glance and I see that there's some things that I'm obligated to do and it has a firm due date, I know that I probably may have to ask someone in my, my circle to help me out with it. 
if it can't get done, then it just can't get done. But at least I know that I'm not missing out on all of these things because I've somewhat prioritized the things that are important for me and my family or for me and the people that I support. Strategy number four would be to maintain a positive attitude. Having a positive outlook on life changes everything. You'll find that when you shift your focus from the obstacles to the possibility, it'll help you to change your perspective and it'll put you in a better headspace. I found that being intentional with my thoughts helped me to become more grateful in every circumstance. One book that I read in the past that helped me to maintain a positive attitude was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And it helped me to put things into perspective, a positive perspective, because you can look at a glass half full or half empty. That's a choice that we make. So maintaining a positive attitude, regardless of what's going on around you, it doesn't mean that you're not paying attention to what is happening. All it means is that you're choosing happiness. You're choosing to think higher thoughts about the thing. You're choosing to see what the positive outlook can be. Another strategy that I'll share with you is practicing gratitude, which also kind of falls in line with maintaining a positive attitude. But staying in a state of gratitude would allow you to see the good in every situation and have more positive interactions with yourself and others. I will be the first to say that this is not as easy as it seems when everything around you seems to be going wrong. However, practicing gratitude has allowed me to find joy when I'm faced with trials, operate in peace when there is conflict, and practice patience when there's often resistance. I have noticed that once I started focusing on the things that I was grateful for, it didn't magically erase my stress, but allowed me to show up more present. I know I spoke about this in one of my, the last episode, one or one of the other episodes where I talk about my gratitude journal. In the height of COVID, I started um, to jot down at least five things that I was grateful for within a day. And it helped me to cope and to maintain the level of positivity, especially in my darkest moments. So I recommend, you know, practicing gratitude because it's very helpful. Last but not least, taking a break. It is okay to stop and give yourself a moment to be still. In my still moments, I breathe, I pray, I take breaks from social media, and I disconnect from outside distractions, and I practice being mindful. I am completely present in the moment, and I'm able to better deal with whatever is going on around me without lashing out or avoiding what is taking place. One of the best things that you can do for yourself when you feel like you are stressed out is to take a break. It is the most productive thing that you can do to kind of pull yourself out of a stress loop. And have you ever watched a toddler have a tantrum? The moment that you give them that moment to breathe and to get themselves grounded, they come out of that experience a lot calmer, a lot more focused, and they can hear, they can hear what you're saying to them. Trying to work through stress while most people want to push through to get through to the other side, just taking a moment. It doesn't have to be the entire day, but it can be a five to 10 minute mental break that you give yourself where you clear your mind and you give yourself some time to decompress before hopping back into a situation. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually the most powerful thing that you can do. So on today's episode, the strategies that I gave you to cope with daily stresses were eating well, getting adequate sleep, talking to others, 
prioritizing, maintaining a positive attitude, practicing gratitude, and taking a break. We all have stressors, but how you choose to cope makes a difference. We all want to show up as the best version of ourselves and finding healthy ways to cope will definitely aid you in that journey. So this week, I want you to think about different ways that you can use to cope with stress. And I want you to also do a bit of self-reflection and think about how are you coping with stress currently? One of the resources that I want to offer on today's episode is um, a book by Nick Trenton. It's Stop Overthinking, 23 Techniques to Relieve Stress, Stop Negative Spirals, Declutter Your Brain, and Focus on the Present. Overthinking is one of the biggest causes of unhappiness, and this book helps you not to get stuck in the never-ending thought loop. I, myself, am an overthinker. I like this book because it helps you to stop overthinking loops, and it's a book that kind of understands where you've been through the exhausting situations you have put yourself into, and how you lose your mind in the trap of anxiety or stress. The book provides you scientific approaches to completely change the way you think and feel about yourself by ending vicious thought patterns. You can stop agonizing over the past and stop trying to predict the future. It's a really good tool if you want to learn the art of mindfulness. It helps you to pinpoint your negative spiral triggers. It helps you to identify and recognize your inner anxieties. It helps you to keep focus on relaxation and action. It has proven methods to overcome stress attacks and you learn how to declutter your mind and find focus. And before I close today's episode, you know, I'm going to leave you with a, a quote. And this quote is by Goldie Hawn. Stress is something that is created in the mind It's how we look at things. So our greatest defense against stress is our ability to change our minds, to change our thinking. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I look forward to speaking to you guys next week. listening to the lifestyle and overload podcast if you have been trying to manage burnout fatigue or overwhelm and are working towards creating wellness routines to show up for yourself daily i invite you to join the lifestyle and overload community there you'll be joined with women on the same mission and you'll get the tools that you need to be successful i also encourage you to connect with me on social media my handle is Ty Seals on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, and Clubhouse. Please rate and review this podcast so that other women that deserve to thrive are aware that this platform exists. With that said, thank you so much for joining me. Until next time.